Hello, and welcome to the Major Gifts Fundraiser podcast. I'm Monica Van Deventer. Let me tell you a little bit about the tribe we're building here at Major Gifts Fundraiser. We're working with people like you who want to be among the very best in this field. You want to accomplish great things. You want to challenge yourself. You want to grow, and you are up for going on a journey because you know a journey is what it takes to become the very best version of yourself. You're listening to this podcast because you know that in order to be a great fundraiser, you have to spend time thinking about how you'll be a great fundraiser. You can learn more about our new online training programs at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. And without further ado, here's Clark. Buenos dias. Yes, buenos dias. Mis amigos, hey, Clark Van Deventer here from Major Gifts Fundraiser. Hope that you are having a great day. All right. Uh, when you know what, like, whenever I get an email from someone and I I don't know the name and I don't know this person, right? But the email starts out with "Buenos dias" in all caps, <laughs> right? When that happens, I know that this person has found Major Guest Fundraiser through the podcast, right? Buenos dias. Uh, by the way, man, I miss Guatemala. We are settling into our new home and our new life in Alabama, having a great time. We love it. We're very thankful to be here. Um, but man, I miss Guatemala. And hard to believe it's still less than a year since we were living there. It was just last July that we moved back to the States. But Guatemala feels like a long time ago. A lot of life has happened in less than a year. Um, do hope to get back to Guatemala this summer. There's a family we grew really close with down there um, and a girl we hired as a tutor for our daughters, uh, Ivana. And um, we hired her as a tutor, but she really became like a big sister to our girls. And she's getting married at the end of July and we're hoping to get back for her wedding. I'm highly motivated to get back, by the way. Uh, because yes, I want to go back to Guatemala. I always want to go back to Guatemala, but I value, all right, this is like a life mantra. This is a line I use all the time. Um, I value a wide variety of life experiences, right? A, a wide variety of life experiences. That is a value. It's a core value of mine. And I've experienced a lot of Guatemala, but I've never been to a wedding in Guatemala. So I want to go. Um, and I want to have everyone make fun of me for my bad Spanish, but that's not what this podcast is about. This podcast today is about scripting meetings, and I want to tell you about a frustration. Can you tell I'm getting worked up? I want to tell you about a frustration that I have. Here it is. Okay. I'm, I'm coaching someone for an upcoming meeting. All right. We're getting ready for the meeting and we have three strategic questions that this development officer is supposed to ask in the meeting. And, and in this particular case, this is just recent, this is an exciting meeting. The person this development officer is about to meet with, there's a lot of potential with this meeting. And I'm waiting, right, with, with almost bated breath, waiting to get the report on this meeting because we've scripted it, we've thought about what the right strategic questions are to ask, and I'm waiting for the report. And this development officer calls me and says, well, the meeting didn't really go in that direction. I didn't, I didn't have a chance to ask that question. 
Ugh. And I finish the call and I walk out of my office and I walk outside where my wife is gardening. All right, this is this is Monica. All right, by the way, like if you don't know Monica, if she's not working, she's working. <laughs> if she's not working uh, on our business, she's working on some other project or home improvement or gardening or something. So I walk out and I'm all worked up. Right, I'm not yelling, but I am talking loudly. I'm talking passionately. And I'm like, why? Why is it that when I script a meeting, when I develop a line of questioning that I want to ask in a meeting, right? And I develop, I have these questions I want to ask. And I, I like, I'm gonna ask this one and then this one and then this one. Why does the meeting go just as I scripted it? I ask the questions in the exact order I imagined asking them, and the meeting goes almost exactly, you know, guys, almost always. It just goes exactly as I planned. So much so that I could have almost written the report before I had the meeting. So why do meetings always go as I planned? But so often, the meetings that people report to me, they do not go as planned. Like, why? And, I, and I'm frustrated. I want to know why. And this, guys, this is a super important question for me to ask, for me to grapple with, because I am your coach. That's what I do. I help good fundraisers be great, and my whole business falls apart if I can't help you be great, right? Because my business is not... I am great. Hire me to come do your meetings. My business is I can help you be great. So if my meetings pretty much always go as I plan, but meetings I help people plan don't go as they plan, then I got a problem. And, and my wife, my, my patient wife, my very smart wife, okay, she's like, the reason they don't go as as planned is because they don't ask the questions. They're afraid. They're afraid to ask the questions. <sighs> yeah, they're afraid to ask the questions. Not, not that they're not just asking questions. They're afraid. Are you, that's my question for you right now. Are you afraid? So over the years, organizations, they, they've hired me to to go on donor trips with their development staff. By the way, I have some hope for you here. All right, so over the years, organizations have hired me to go on trips with their development staff. And, and there's been a few organizations where this has been just like part of the new hire process. You go in, you get hired, you get some Clark training. All right, back in the day, we called that program major gifts fundraiser one-on-one. -on -one. Um, if you're familiar with my programs, the Noble Call of Fundraising um, or parts of peak performance fundraising, this was literally like me doing it like every time. It was like do it again and do it again and do it again. And, and these online programs grew out of my wife getting frustrated with me doing the same training over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Which, yeah, she did get tired of me doing it, and maybe we did we did need to capture it and record it and do it do it really well. Um, but 
doing it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, all those years really made it mine. Um, but back in the day, we called that program Major Guest Fundraiser 101. Today it would be the noble call of fundraising, which, by the way, you can enroll in for just 95 bucks. So go do it, MajorGuestFundraiser.com. But we we had this arrangement where new hires would would they get hired and they go through their Clark training. And then after they go through their Clark training back in the day, it was on Skype. Uh, then they'd go on a trip with me. And this was like your basic trip. And honestly, I think that this is one of the things that has helped me stay in reality as a consultant over the years, because I know a lot of consultants who it's been a long time for them since they have done any meetings with uh, anyone who was not one of the big ones. Right there, they meet with well cultivated donors or donors that are already identified as a as a major gift candidate. People who are already giving big gifts to other organizations. That that's I just I know that most consultants that's who they meet with. Um, but on these trips, I'm I'm often meeting with people. We look at their giving history before a meeting, and it's like six total gifts to the organization, high gift of a hundred bucks, cum giving of 575, something like that. Or one gift to the organization four years ago for a thousand bucks. Or 25 bucks a month for nine years. I, I do a lot. I still do these meetings. These are just full on discovery meetings, early cultivation meetings. And these trips have kept my head out of the clouds. And on these trips with these new development officers, we script our meetings right before the meeting. We script it. And maybe there's like four total strategic questions we want to ask. And, and we script it like this development officer. I'm going to ask the first and third. They're going to ask the second and fourth. And I've been in these meetings where I can see this development officer starting to sweat. They don't want to ask the question, but they ask it. And the only reason they asked it was because I was there. Accountability. Because if they didn't ask it, Right, They were going to have to tell me in the car after the meeting why they chickened out and refused to ask the question. So yes, yes, my, my wife, my very patient, my very smart wife was right. People often don't ask these questions simply because they're afraid to. All right, so, I mean, you, do you want to hire me and have me come sit next to you and hold you accountable? I mean, I'll, I'll do it. I, I mean, if that's an option for you, sure, let's do it. And there'd be value in it. You'd get a lot out of it. Like, there's there's a lot to these trips. There's a reason why organizations have done these trips. And we'd have fun together. But, but, uh, you don't have to do that. You could. There'd be value in it. But, and I want to tell you something. With these organizations, all right, they've trusted me in this process, right? They, they have the new hire. The new hire goes through the training. They go on a trip with me. And it's on that trip that I watch them sweat, that trip. They only ask the questions because I am sitting there next to them. 
But then, all right, the process with these organizations has typically been that after three or six, or sometimes nine months, I'll go on a second trip with them again, right? They've been in the job for three or six or nine months. And that trip is different because on the first trip, they only asked the questions because I was sitting there next to them. But they asked the questions, right? They did it because I was sitting next to them. And what they realized was that the donor was not offended. The donor didn't throw them out. And not only that, the donor actually found the questions engaging. And they enjoyed being asked interesting questions and having an opportunity to talk and answer interesting questions. And that the donor liked the development officer and that the meetings were really good that relationships were established, that asking these questions didn't just lead to better meetings, it was more fun. And they were more engaging meetings and it led to deeper relationships, right? And just plain fun and awesome. And by the time I was going on that second trip, three or six or nine months after the person was in the job, they On that second trip, now I'm like out there assessing them. Are they making the progress we expected them to make? Yes, they are. They're asking these questions confidently, a little more fluidly. And this should give you hope. This should embolden you. All right, this is where I say to you, like, do you you trust me? Will you trust me as your guide? Because I, I know the first time you ask these questions, it can be a little intimidating, right? Like, of all the gifts you've ever given, what well, one has given you the most joy? Just simply, well, like, why do you give? What made you want to start giving money away? Have you ever been disappointed by a gift you've given? If you were to give a gift above and beyond anything you've ever given before, what would you want to accomplish? And you can look at my list of strategic questions. You can email me for the full list. And when you look at the full list, you may see a few that you're like, I can't imagine asking these questions. But I'm telling you, if you will determine before, determine before the meeting, like you just say, these are my questions. And you determine that you will ask them almost no matter what. Yeah, something, okay. I can imagine some scenario where like there will be a reason why you would not ask the question, but you determine that you will ask them almost no matter what. If you do that, you will not just learn more. You will not just drive the meeting forward for your organization. Your donors will actually like you more. Because you know what? We like people who ask us interesting questions and then let us talk. So this... This is important. Like, I I don't want you to feel like a sellout. Like these questions are icky, but you're willing to ask them because that's what it takes. Ask these questions because these questions lead to deeper and more meaningful relationships. Ask them because when you ask them, you become a life coach to your donors helping them better understand what they most care about, what they want to invest in, how they want to channel their resources and their life energy. Okay, so before every meeting, I want you to to determine 
your best possible outcome and your minimum acceptable outcome. I want you to think about how the meeting is going to go, what the white, what the white, what the right questions are, and the order in which they should be asked. How you'll ask this question and the conversation will flow. And then the next natural question would be, and then ask the questions. And just imagine that I am sitting there next to you. And like, you've got to ask them. Or, or maybe it's as simple as saying, like on your next trip, you just say to yourself right now, man, on my next trip, I'm going to email Clark and I'm going to give him a report. And, and maybe that alone will be the trick. But I am telling you, I have seen people awkwardly ask these questions and ask them only because I am sitting next to them. And then with, I've watched it within a few months. I've seen those same people confidently and seamlessly asking these questions. All right, so go do it. All right, there are so many interesting people in this world, so many um, perspectives, so many ways of looking at the world. So go ask questions, see what you can learn, see how you can serve your donors by asking good questions. All right, I'm thankful for people in my life who ask me good questions. They've guided me with their questions. What an awesome and wonderful role we get to play in the lives of our donors when we ask them good questions. All right, that's it. That's all I've got for you today. You can always, 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 always reach out to me, email me. I'll hold you accountable. I'm here to help in any way that I can. So that's my heart. That is, that is my heart. All right. Email Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. That's Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. All right, Monica here again. If you like what you heard on this podcast, you'll love our online training programs. You can complete our online training programs at your own pace and you can watch or listen to them from any device. And unlike that last conference you attended, the challenge questions and action steps that come with each of our modules will give you concrete things you can do today to level up as a fundraiser. You'll raise more money than ever before by developing deeper donor relationships than you ever thought possible. So head over to majorguestfundraiser.com to buy now. Thanks for listening.